Welcome, everybody, to the Confession Pulse podcast. I am Morgan Rector. And I am Von Dark. And just another reminder of, of what the show is about. There's this website called confessionpost.com where people go to confess things that they may not reveal to the people they're closest to because they're afraid of being judged or being embarrassed. And, uh, of course, people can comment on it there, which means it's open to scrutiny. It's open to anybody's judgment or evaluation. And uh, But we're doing it as a podcast. So that's what we do. Um, so I'll kick it off with one that actually I can relate to pretty well. Uh, it's entitled Girlfriend in Another Country. Uh, so it goes, I have a girlfriend in another country. I'm so in love with her. I plan to go meet her soon. I just don't know how to tell my mother. I feel like she won't accept our relationship and disapprove of her. What should I do? Um, unfortunately, the person didn't say what their age was. Yeah, so like there there could be like some discrepancy like in that realm, but all in all, like most parents like shouldn't really disapprove unless there is like a huge like age discrepancy because like that's usually the deal. It's gonna be a hard thing to live with though when when your parents disapproves of the person you're dating or the person you married. And oh like, man, you can't please everybody though. No, because it just seems, <laughs> seems like that never really goes away, you know. Like if they no, it doesn't. Like I used to know a woman, and her mother was really unhappy. She married this guy, and that didn't go away after they were married. Uh, I mean, he wasn't exactly a scumbag, but he was kind of abusive, not physically abusive. Yeah, just like he, yeah. Yeah, he was a dick. Um, he was a dick. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I don't know, her daughter insisted on marrying him anyway. And just like his tradition, the the way the family of the bride pays the dowry. And so that oh, made God. it even worse for her mother. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I relate to it because I have uh, I've had an on and off girlfriend for a year now and she lives in the States. And that's because that's. The way it works out for me, for some reason, I I don't have any luck with women who live here in Toronto. They always live in other parts of Canada or parts of the States. And yeah. meeting lots of women through my my main podcast, Human Monsters, because most true crime fans seem to be American and female. Yeah. So, yeah. And COVID's made traveling really difficult. Oh, fuck so, yeah. yeah. So that's and a, there's like that whole Omicron variant now, like which is whatever the fuck that is. Like who knows what's gonna happen with that. I haven't been following the news, so how how much has that been spreading? I don't really know either. Like <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like I got my vaccinations. I got like the fucking oh, shit. I can't even remember what the fuck I got, but it's all it's the same one. Like um. Pfizer I think I got double Pfizer and like all this other stuff is coming out I'm like you know what this is it that's where I stop like I did the thing I did the thing and this is like this is it um it's funny people are all like open arms about like the the fucking um passport thing and it's like you don't even know you had a passport all this time my parents just like dug out my old one from when I had moved to Germany 
and like it's just like this little yellow paper that says like I've been vaccinated with all these things that made me safe to like go over there. It's the same thing as like anything else, but there is a certain point where I feel we should draw the line, you know? Yeah. Like we've jumped, we've jumped through the hoops and all that, but, but back to your thing though, like the, um, uh, disapproval thing, um, you don't get away from that, like at all. Um, I had my, like my, my first fiance, his mom hated me, man. Like, I mean, so there was moments that we had that were okay, but like, um, uh, it's usually when she was drunk. Like, <laughs> so what, she was, what were like, her reasons? Like, were you not like traditional? Like, enough for- <laughs> she's a fucking narcissist. Like that's, she was just a fucking twat. Really? She had no reason to hate me because her, her son was a loser, honestly. And like me being with him was actually like kind of making things a little bit better. You know, like he, like I semi motivated him to do things, but like, you know, that quit when he was like just too much of a fucking loser. And his mom, um, when I moved back here, I overheard her like literally talking trash about me. And I like, it took everything I had to like not fucking run down those stairs and fucking give her a piece of my mind. I still wanted to. She should have been happy that there was somebody in his life who could light a fire under him. Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't do fuck all. Like, he couldn't even clean the house. He couldn't hold on, hold down a job. He couldn't even go to school, really. So, like, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's like so, that was yeah. one. That was one. And then uh, currently, like, this is sort of like a complicated. I wouldn't call it really a relationship, but. Um, a guy I'm seeing, his mom won't even meet me. Will not. Will not. And she blames me for all the tattoos he's got when he's gotten, like, a bunch of other tattoos before he's seen me. I've tattooed him a little bit since then. But, like, you know, she's one of those Christian people that's, like, now, you know, like, she... (laughs) And the funny thing is, I talked to her on the phone. We've, like, had laughs about Ryan like had like a like a good laugh because like you know she's she's raised him and I like you know I live with him or I have lived with him oh my god I said his name I wasn't trying to do that but anyway um oh, okay. <laughs> moving on <laughs> I better run her so, right down where no that- no that's okay it's okay that's fine he's <laughs> like this is probably the podcast he's gonna listen to anyway but yeah like him and his mom or his mom and I had a laugh about his just his things, his mannerisms. And like we had like that a couple times, but she still won't meet me. And my dad, my dad hates Ryan. Like hates him. So like <laughs> it's like something that you're never gonna get rid of. Like it's just like you just you really you literally can't please everyone. It's hard. Have you made the mistake of getting a tattoo of uh, a person you dated and their name or whatever? No, I've never gotten a, a name. I had, okay, so before Infinity Symbols really hit the scene, I, like, I had a engagement ring that was two Infinity Symbols. And, like, this was the fiancé that I was talking about earlier. His mom hated me and whatever. This is, like, there's a trend with moms. They don't like the women, you know? Like, they just don't. Anyway, so I get... I convinced them that, like, we're going to do these 
you know, matching rings and he should do mine. Right. Like he's all for it. He's like, yeah, we're going to like, you know, we'll get engaged and whatever. And he goes to do mine and it was like the most pussyfoot shit in the world. He like barely touched me and he was like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't. I like, I set the machine up so he can't fail. Like, honestly, all he had to do was just like draw on me like a piece of paper. Like, <laughs> is it, it kind of like the Ouroboros symbol? Is that what it's like? Well, the, the infinity <laughs> symbol uh, is like the sideways number eight. Oh, yeah, I figure it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, the sideways. Yeah. So I had two of those. There's only like a couple dots on the inside, but I've I've since had that covered because, uh, you know, that's really the only reminder that I had. I was going to get his name on my ass, but I wasn't going to do that in black. Like, <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> so you can color, like you can put mostly anything over color. You can't really do much with black, so... Yeah, yeah, an ex of mine had an idea, and I don't, maybe it would be a bad idea, maybe not, but she was saying, like, if she got married again, instead mm-hmm. of wearing a wedding band, she'd have, like, a ring tattoo yeah. on her finger. And, like, it's it's not a bad idea. Um, a lot of people usually go with initials, and, like, at least with initials, you can black that out, right? Yeah. Or put, like, a decoration on top of it. Like, I have a moth a really colorful moth on top of mine. And I actually kind of really love it. <laughs> I don't like wearing jewelry, so maybe I'd be happier doing that. Yeah, I actually, I like wearing jewelry, but I can't wear jewelry all the time. I have to take it off, like, because of work. So if I see that stuff on my hands, it's kind of nice. Like, it's almost like wearing jewelry. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, you want to do your first confession? All right. I always go for the short ones just because, like, it kind of, like, leaves a lot of room for discussion. So, um, <clears throat> this one is, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. I'm gay. I feel like I need to try telling someone. And that's it. And you know what? Um, You got to do what you got to do. Like, there's no pressure, really, especially this time, like, this day and age. You don't really have to, like, go and, like, you know, run to the mountaintops with a megaphone and be like, I'm gay. You don't have to. But, no. I mean, if you if it makes you feel better, do it. Like, I think there is uh, that fear, though, just in knowing being that. Being judged. Being judged, losing friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not all of them, but, I yeah, I lost a couple of friends. Uh, fam- there might be family members who might stop speaking to you, but that doesn't mean that. You should be in the closet for the rest of your life. No, no, you should be able to live your life, live it happy, live it free. And like, I mean, if you feel like you got to tell somebody, tell somebody, but like, you know, start out small. Like, you don't have to like go, you know, bear it to like everybody, just like, you know, baby steps and shit. Baby baby steps go a long way. And he, he, you never know. He might, they might actually be like pretty relieved just to tell that one person you know well i once i once uh, hung out with this family and one of them was gay and uh, he didn't announce it to, to them the way it worked out was they would have these family get-togethers in the summer and 
he brought his boyfriend, but he didn't tell them he was his boyfriend. Oh yeah, he was just his like best friend yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They yeah. thought they thought at first he was a friend, but then like when they when they discussed sleeping arrangements, he slept in the same bed as that guy. And of course, how often, <laughs> how often do straight guys sleep in the same bed, right? So yeah, usually that's not a thing. Like one will be like. <laughs> One will be in the bed, or like they'll switch, like depending on how many nights they're there. It's like you take the bed this night, and I'll take the floor or the couch or something, and then you will switch. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> if they're, they're like forced, if they're cool like that. If they're forced to sleep in the same bed, maybe you do a thing where like you sleep horizontally on either end or something like that. Or, but uh, yeah, that's what they did, and they and everyone thought, oh, okay, well, that's now we know. So that's how they did it. Yeah, it, it was a soft landing, I guess. So maybe yeah. that's a good way to do it. Just kind of like don't spring it on them. Just kind of casually insert it into conversation. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's uh, it's a lot to digest, but. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like it can be for a lot of people, just depending on like how old um the parties that you're dealing with are because some like older school people are just like oh like you know it's a little much for them and it sucks but i mean you come from a really conservative family no um actually like my parents know that i'm bi my dad actually like was saying that i should probably have a girlfriend yeah (laughs) he's like you know like I'm not saying, like, and he was, like, really kind of, like, trying to tread carefully. Because, I mean, he's my dad, too, right? Like, things can be really misconstrued. But he's just, like, I mean, I'm not writing off guys. And I'm not saying you should do a certain thing. But you've expressed interest in women. And, you know, have you ever thought of having a girlfriend? <laughs> like, oh, I'm yeah. like, that was, like, the smoothest, like conversation ever like <laughs> well, that's and good. he's a, like he's a military guy right so i was like yeah. kind of surprised right but i was like you know um i mean i i like i like chicks a lot i i i've never really had a girlfriend like i've had sort of like a loose girlfriend but like never really like settled down and dated a girl like i dated all the guys that i've dated <laughs> yeah so but, I mean, it's not like I'm writing that off. Like, I'm just, like, really weird about hitting on chicks. <laughs> well, my mother was a hairdresser for 20 years. And if if you don't like gay men, that's the profession to stay away from. Oh, I know. I love, like, and hairdressing is so great. Hairdressing and makeup and, like, all that. Like, yeah, that's where you find all the gays. It's great. <laughs> Have you found that hair the hairdressing has gone up in price? I have not gotten my hair done in a really long time. I usually do my own. Yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, just for me to get a trim and a, and I'm bald, it's like, it's now like 45 fucking dollars. I can't believe Yeah, it. and it used to be like $25, like, for you guys. It was like 100 bucks really, for chicks, like, if you wanted to get some highlights or something, you know, like... The beauty industry really gouges, right? The makeup's expensive. Oh man, for fucking women, it's terrible. It's even like terrible. even like Avon makeup or something like that. Well, like all the okay. First of all, like typically men don't wear makeup. 
Yeah. You know, like typically there's that. Unless you're a drag queen or, you know, you're you're you, you like to uh, kind of spruce up like or yeah, you're goth or something like that. You know, like some there's some people that do. But for the most part, like it's a woman market. You um like there's moisturizers, there's fucking shaving creams, there's bath bombs, there's fucking, you know, all kinds of makeup, like, and they're all differently priced. Like, the best kind of uh, cover-up I found is the Derma Blend, and that's, like, close to, it's close to 40, but it can be up to 40 bucks. Like, it's 35 for, like, a little thing, and then you get, like, this, like, you buy the powder because the powder makes your face stay on. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, and then there's, like, there's pads, there's tampons, there's fucking like deodorant there's the um i don't know if you've heard of this but the pink tax that they have on razors a tax for razors pink pink tax for razors like the women's razors are sometimes more expensive so if you're gonna get all dolled up for some occasion how long does it take you to get ready well okay so it can take me up to an hour like, well, two hours if I'm, like, taking my time and really, like, maybe I'm indecisive on what I'm going to wear. You know, like, I, I might change a couple times in the two hours. Um, but, like, sometimes I want to, like, really do some cool extravagant makeup. Or maybe I want to stick a fucking contact in and make myself look kind of creepy sexy because, you know, fuck, like... You don't get out much anymore. Like, there's not much, like, there's not much you can do other than get spruced up for dates or going fucking grocery shopping. Because, <laughs> like... You're, you're an artist. You're, you're really bringing artistic vision. Oh, man. Yeah, and I I like doing that. It's fun. You know, I love playing with makeup. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, I only... I wish I... I wish I had more patience. Because I would do crazier things. But, like, if I have two hours at my disposal, I made the fuck up. Like, I'm, like, goth, though, and whatever. Like, I've I've really put some serious work in. But usually it's one hour because I just don't have the patience. You know who's really good with makeup is that singer Kesha. Oh, yeah. Some, she, I like her. Photo, one photo I saw, she was wearing, like, baby blue lipstick. and it looked Oh, really yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh No, she's one, cute. <laughs> she's beautiful and she's really she's really good with me. I don't know if she does it herself or if she hires people, but she's really good at it. And I once yeah. worked with this girl who wore white lipstick. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. The lipsticks are, have kind of changed a little bit. Like there's more there's more diversity now. Yeah, yeah. And it's more acceptable to wear, like, a blue or, like, a weird color, you know? Like, or gray, even. Like, I've seen some cool grays and, like, shit like that. Um, But, yeah, Kesha, do you know, like, her little, her story? She, like, it took her a long time to break free into, like, the song industry. She, like, she was a songwriter for a long time. She must have been close to 30 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, it took her a long time to actually break out. And she's talented, like. Yeah, yeah. She's got a great voice. So I'm like, man, fucking people are stupid. Like. (laughs) I guess guess it's like if Lady Gaga were 
Deep oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She had a hard time breaking free. Like, people in high school made fun of her. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, it's always the yeah. interesting people that get yeah, right? in high school. And I mean, good for her. Because, like, I mean, I wish I could reach that sort of height of fame myself. <laughs> it's funny. I had a dream last night. I was hanging out with Courtney Love. And then mm. it's thinking, where the hell has she been? She was on. I watched a episode. And this is, I think, season 10. Of Drag Race. She was on that for a hot minute. And I was really surprised. I thought it was fucking great. Like, oh, I Courtney, wait, that's Courtney Love. Like, because <laughs> you just see her. They don't even, like, you see her for a second, then they introduce her, right? But, um, yeah, they always have, like, really great celebrities on there. And I was surprised to see Courtney, Courtney Love fucking killing it. Yeah. yeah, well, she's really intense, so maybe she got tired of fame, you know, because people yeah. reacting to her. Maybe she found she's, that she so. just speaks her mind, and I mean, honestly, yeah. like she's kind of like people think that she's some some sort of drug hoe, and she'll probably never ever get past that stigma. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately. Well, I've been but, learning the hard way what it's like when women have an opinion publicly and to see the reactions to it. So oh, I know. For my like podcasts. Ridiculous. And it's women who keep women who are like the most vicious in terms of giving all that negative feedback to Why? What like what's happening on your podcast? Well, it's like uh on you know, Rachel and Michelle and, and Oh, are they hating on them? Oh, it's just it's just yeah, it's they get most of the negative feedback and calling them airheads and they're not they're totally not airheads. no they're not no and like that's fucking shitty i hate yeah. it when women are fucking shitty to each other like i mean it's so fucking high school like girl yeah. fuck up like you're See, not that's fucking why, high school that's why you'll never smash patriarchy because so many women are trying to tear other women down so oh man yeah and i mean like that's so, it's so funny, like, because with, like, our little, like, Papo thing, we're all, like, we love each other, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We straight up, like, would probably give each other hand jobs if we could, like, and if it wasn't, like, you know, weird. Because <laughs> yeah. we're, like, we're, I don't know, we're cool with each other. It's not like that. Like, I just, I can't stand that. I really can't. There's, like, I have no fucking use for that. It's fake, and it, well, not fake, it's just, like. What does that say about you? You know, well, if you're you know going to be that fucking bitchy to somebody you don't know. Well, maybe you should be thankful you never actually became a full-time model, like, for money, because model, well, like, models are like that. Models are, are really vicious. They can be. Oh, they do, man. They do a lot of coke, and they're pissed off all the time. And so, because <laughs> we have Well, that's the we stigma. Yeah, we that's have the stigma. I'm not saying that you're not. I'm not saying you're wrong but wait i'm not saying you're right but you're yeah. not wrong yeah that's it because i mean there's a lot of levels of that but like i've fortunately worked with a lot of models that were not that bad like they're they're awesome like one time i i sort of got my feelings hurt like i was working with this really cool like i like her a lot like i thought she was super cute and um she like only would do like implied things like she would like do nudity but she would like only do implied like sort of side boob lesbian stuff you know like make it look like we're about to kiss but we didn't ever 
But, um, you know, she joked we're like taco buddies because we're <laughs> we yeah. basically like had like, you know, we're like hugging and our talk like our our crotches were almost like scissoring in a way. But like oh, <laughs> it wasn't oh, like was that the girl with the things in her hair? Yeah. 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 Saw- Anna. Yeah. No, she's cool as fuck. I love her. She's like such a cutie. But she like that day. <laughs> it was funny. Like. Um, the photographer's like, how about like a kiss? And she's like, she's like, no. And I was like, yes, at the same time. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, uh, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I was like, oh, I'm going to pretend like I'm not like a little bit hurt, but whatever. We're going to get some cool pictures. Like <laughs> fun story of fashion week here. I was on the streetcar and these two models were talking about the work they were doing and one of them they were talking about like how they wanted to beat the shit out of some chick and so some of them are pretty intense yeah Yeah, (laughs) that is intense that was that must have been fat yeah maybe yeah maybe like you know maybe she wasn't eating and she was miserable no 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 fat i mean f-a-t the fashion like it's it there's a name for I went to one fat down there, like F-A-T. It's like the fashion alt, fa- fashion alternative something. I don't know. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's oh, a fashion show. <laughs> it's a, like an, an alternative fashion show? Yeah, it's sort of yeah. like, you know, up-and-coming type people. And oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so my next confession, actually speaking of women, uh, and this a lot of people are not going to like this one very much. So the title of it is I love being a single guy and you should too. The great thing about feminism is that it has liberated men from the horrors of marriage and <laughs> eagle entanglements with toxic women, making money, spinning plates, a man cave, and a few good pets are all a guy really needs. Women wow. have biological <laughs> clock and because of that, they need relationships, but men simply don't. The oh. biological clock is a woman's problem that men shouldn't feel obligated to take responsibility for. It's all about the money now, and marriages are disposable. That's how feminists have conditioned women to view relationships, so that's the rule that men should live by. Oh, and this is coming from a dude, right? Yep. Feminism is key <laughs> to its most primal sexual function found in most mammals. In the animal world... The males don't usually hang around to help the mother raise the offspring that he helped procreate. With the advent of birth control, why should men be held to a higher standard? We've all been liberated, so who needs fathers anymore? My advice, walk away from the burdens of commitment and marriage and learn to enjoy all the newfound freedoms that feminists have given us. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say like a couple of things. I find it hilarious that this is a dude talking about feminism. He clearly has no idea what the fuck it means. And also, uh, I mean, he's not wrong. There's some cool things that he said. Like, honestly, I'm happy with me and my cat. Like, he's not wrong there. But to, like, hear a fucking man mansplain feminism in the most stupidest goddamn way i've ever heard in my life <laughs> well I'm they're sorry. Just, <laughs> like, just like uneducated like <laughs> at least there's not much anger in it at least not that i can uh, yeah i mean at least he's not woman hating he's just like go like 
misinterpreted it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Go have fun with whatever feminism, the definition of feminism that it is that I just made up. Have fun with that. Because, yeah, that's what feminist feminism is. And it's like, no, <laughs> not quite. Like, first of all, you need to have a vagina to, like, fully understand what the fuck is even, like, happening, first of all. Yes, we, ha- we have a biological clock. Yes, we do. And some of us get baby crazy, and we don't even, like, it's not supposed to... We're like, no, I don't want a baby. Like, stop it. <laughs> and you tell your ovaries to just shut the fuck up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just... I love when a dude... <laughs> talks about feminism there's just something special about that (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i'm not saying i'm not discounting like i'm not saying that all dudes don't know what feminism is but this guy like just totally reeks of like what is it that uh uh the celibate like what there's a term uh the like involved in in involuntary celibate incel the incels, yeah. Yes. You might be one of those. I don't know. They tend it's, to be. It's kind of like a little smelly like that, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, it's my, the next episode of Human Monsters is going to be about Mark Lepine, the polytechnic mm. nice uh, shooter. <laughs> yeah. He was an, in, he was an incel that before pain. the term was coined. And he, yeah, he blamed women for all his failures. Oh. Yeah, uh, every single goddamn woman, every fucking thing out there with a pussy, it like it totally fucked your life up, bro. Well, he felt like they were taking all the jobs in engineering, but <laughs> women were still women were still minorities. In Yo, that. he just has to do a better job. That's his fucking deal. Like he's gonna get paid more regardless. Well, the thing. Well, I know that Mar- <laughs> I know married men get paid more. Well, I mean, typically, like, I don't know about now, but probably around that time, like, men were getting paid more for the same job because that was a thing for a while. According to the statistics, if I were married with children and the employer knew that, I would get paid more. That's supposed to be the case. Yeah, but I, I guess, yeah. But what about the wife? I don't know. I don't know how that works out for maybe she's got kids that. You'd get more. I mean, maybe. Oh. Like, I mean, you could probably go through the government. I think that's one of the things. It's like you get, like, um, child taxes and shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't yeah. get it. There's no... It's a different way. We have to jump through different hoops, probably. And then, like, you guys just get, like... You get it pretty easy. But, I mean, well, like, that's just, like, in summary. And, I mean, I don't know what the what the jobs are like now because I've just been working the steady one job and uh and all the other places that I've worked like people were pretty much paid equally so um but yeah I mean like typically that was a thing is that and also uh males had more opportunity for job advancements um they had I mean they could vote for the longest time we couldn't vote for a while um yeah, it's just like But it changed. Yeah, you know, we like oh yeah, it's it's great now, but I mean there's still some fucking double standards that happen. Like fuck, like um 
And this is like, I mean, mind you, it is 20 years ago when this had happened, but like I was, um, I was tattooing while I was working at a tattoo shop. I was in between people and a guy walked in and he's like, where's the tattoo guy at? I'm like, well, the the tattoo guy is busy, but I do tattoos, (laughs) you know? Oh, yeah. Like, we'll just still have that thing. You know, and like sometimes they won't even fucking talk to you. Would he not get a tattoo from you? Yeah, he wouldn't. Mm, strange. He, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, some people are just like that, like uh, not yeah, related to cool. uh, not related to sexism, but I once well, knew. Well, it is kind of like. <laughs> I once knew a guy who was disabled. He was in a wheelchair and he worked at Home Depot. And this guy asked for help, and this guy Rob, he went to help him. And the guy looked at him and said, "What? What? What can you do for me?" Can you imagine how rude that would be? Oh, yeah. Because he used a chair that he couldn't point him to. Oh, that's like, that is rude. Like, yo, like, um, he can figure it out. Totally, yeah. He wasn't a stupid guy, you know? Yeah, like, that, I, I, that's so rude. Like, I've always, like, I don't, okay, it's not that I, like, look down or give special treatment to anybody that's got, you know, like they're in a wheelchair, they have they're definitely able to whatever. I treat them like an equal, always. You know, like um when I was like really, really little, um the my second time in grade one, we were like right next door to a special needs class and we would pair up with them a lot. And this is like, you know, I, I that's a great age to introduce people to that sort of thing because I mean kids they're wide open they don't give a fuck they're like you're cool like what's your name they like they don't like they don't have the hangouts that we do now right so I was really thankful for that experience but like ever since then throughout my life um I've just like I wanted to help those people not just because I feel like they can't help themselves it's just like Maybe they need a friend, they needed company, you know, like I, I'm a friend, you know, I've always felt like a friend to them. And like on the bus, like sometimes like some of these people will just like, just randomly start talking to me. And I'm like me, the way like I look, I get a little bit surprised because I'm like, you don't see really all of this. (laughs) I mean, mind you, by that, like, around, like, the time that I'm talking about, I didn't really have face tattoos. But um, it doesn't really matter. Like, kids and people with disabilities or whatever, they just, they don't, they don't give a fuck about that, you know? And I think that's awesome. (laughs) I guess maybe they view you as an underdog in your own right. Well, yeah, they probably, like, get it to a degree. It's like, you know, this person's probably been through enough. Like, well, not enough, a a lot. They can probably relate, you know, to some degree. But, like, I've always just, like, been, I don't know, I wanted to always be, like, that person that they, like, if they, you know, were lost or anything like that, like, I'd help them. No, like, no questions asked. Because, like... Yeah, I just honestly, like, I I hate when people fucking treat people like shit. I do. And just, like, it hurts my soul. Yeah, some people are just so goddamn thoughtless. It's like, yo, yeah. Like, no, they have no filter in their brain to stop them from saying the least 
considerate thing, you know? It's just stupid. Yeah, or, like, they won't, I don't know, pay attention to the shit around them and hold the door open for, like, five seconds. Yeah. You know, or, like, you know, talk to the guy who's just, like, he just wants to talk for a second, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's it's crazy how stupid people are. (laughs) Well, I think you stand out in a crowd, too. I think that's another thing, too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's funny. I was discussing with one of my friends, like, how, uh, and this is slightly off topic, but, like, kind of in the same realm. Um, Somebody that uh, I kind of looked up to, he passed away recently. He's a folk singer, Jesse Stewart. And uh, I was just like, man, like, I told my friend this, and we were talking about it. He's like, he was kind of like, well, he called him a pedophile, and it was because he probably hit on a lot of underage chicks. And I was like, you know, he never fucking, like, he never bothered me, and and I never picked up on that either. He was cool with me, right? Like, it was whatever. And he's like, yeah, but you have sort of like a – like, not to be fucked with, like, look about me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I did do that. I, I did set out to kind of have, like, a little bit of a defense me- mechanism going on, so. Like, you might have barbs in your vagina or something like No, that. no, not like, no. <laughs> no. I'm not saying you do, I'm saying maybe someone There's this thing, expect- though. You can just, like, it's an anti-rape thing that's, like. Yeah, yeah. A, a device, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some kind of device. I think they invented it in Africa, and it's yeah. uh, the woman can trap the rapist in it, and then yeah, summon. It's painful for him. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> they eat that down there. In summary, <laughs> it's like in summary, it's painful for him, and that's like probably an under, like an understatement. I think we discuss. <sighs> there's something. Sometimes something happens where a guy gets stuck in a woman's vagina and they, he can't get out. Yeah, I I heard like it was like sort of like a a like a jewelry deal that had happened. Once. But I've also read it's actually something that's just natural. It's organic. It's just some. It has to do with maybe the muscles or something. Like maybe. Well, maybe he swells it's, up. It gets locked and. Crazy. I don't, I don't think it's something they ever want to happen. But no, uh, that's <laughs> like a dog. Like that's like dogs. Like how they anyway. <laughs> I'm not saying how I know that, but like <laughs> sometimes dogs don't come apart. <laughs> yeah, birds out there. Yeah. Um, so, so what's your next uh, confession? Okay, so I don't know what this word is, but it's n n saudi n n saudi. I think it's supposed to be naughty. And they fucked it up. Anyway, I locked my boyfriend out of the bedroom naked in front of my girlfriends and his dick got hard. I like these ones. I seem to pick these ones a lot. Short (laughs) ones. Well, no, no, not just the short ones, but the ones where, like, they get exposed in front of people and they either laugh or they get hard or, like... (laughs) It's sort of like, I don't know, like, a, I guess they, like... um, embarrass them but like some sometimes the dude likes it sometimes like they don't <laughs> well that's it's, uh it's potentially problematic because if the girls don't like it then he could end up being charged for indecent exposure true fault yeah yeah 
Well, I mean, it's not like the guy, like, fucking did it. It's like somebody else did it, right? So, like, but, I mean, if, yeah, in this scenario, at least they're in the house. <laughs> well, I suppose the girls probably knew her well enough to know that she wouldn't do that, that she might do that. Ah, true. Or she probably, yeah, maybe, like, she already knew, like, you know, they all knew that, like, that was going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is a come on over so so you can enjoy the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pop some popcorn, ladies. <laughs> yeah, you got to be really careful about unsolicited male nudity when it comes to female onlookers. I actually got a little a little story on that. Um, and I don't give a fuck. Like, I had these clients lately or recently, and. What really bothered me was that they were super, like, fake nice to me, and, like, and then they complained later, but I asked them, I was like, at what point in the whole, in the whole, like, time that you were there, did you feel uncomfortable? Because they said that, like, they were, like, you had a terrible experience, and blah, 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 like, all this stuff, blah, 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 right? And they said it was when my complicated partner um showed them the tattoo that he did on himself which was on his thigh and like he honestly he thought they were cool like he was talking to them they were like you know laughing all this stuff they were fucking acting like everything was cool and then they turned around and said that that was the thing and i was like you know like this happened before they even fucking got a tat like they got the tattoo i was prepping for them this happened before all that. They don't have a deposit. Why the fuck didn't you walk out? You know? But, like, anyway. The, like, it's a fucking tattoo on his thigh. And, like, he's showing him that. And he's not exposed. They just thought, oh, it's a little much. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Go back to your fucking little tiny town where you're from. Because, like, obviously you've not been in like very many tattoo shops people are half naked here all the time it's like being like in a porn shoot almost you know that kind of comfortability oh yeah and, yeah krista you know, sent, like the, krista uh, sent yeah. a photo of some chick and she was she had her pants down and all mm. of the equipment was showing and the tattoo was being done like right above her her asshole you know so yeah I guess if you're going to do that, you're not going to be too insecure about other people seeing you're naked there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, that wasn't happening. But, I mean, it was just like, girl, you're acting like you've never seen, like, fucking, like, a thigh before. Like, and that's bullshit. Like, too much showing. Like, he was showing her, like, the tattoo that he did. I, I gave him the machine, and he did a tattoo on himself, which I fixed. But he was showing him that, and, like, he wouldn't have done it if he didn't feel like it was okay. And they made him feel that way. So that's another thing to think about, you know? Like, he can't just, like, be there and fucking act a certain way and then turn around and say it's non like basically like what it sounds like is like it was non-consensual 
It's like, yo, you were fucking playing every little bit up. You were there. I was there. You didn't say, like, okay, no, put that away. You didn't fucking stand up for yourself if it wasn't okay. He's a whiny little bitch, yeah. Yeah, so it's funny. I'm supposed to, like, give her a discount or not a discount, a refund, which is uncalled for. We don't. Honestly, in all the places that I've worked at, we never give a fucking refund to anybody. You did the work. It's permanent. You're taking that to the grave. Like, no, no refunds. Sorry. So I did this. Like I said to her that it could be possible. And that's what she was looking for. She wanted that. So I'm pretty sure she heard from somewhere. Like, word of mouth travels fast. So she heard from somewhere that this was going to be a fucking thing. And she, like, said she had such a terrible experience when the whole time she was acting like it wasn't that bad. And she faked sympathy for me. Are you okay? <sighs> Bitch, please. Like, that. that's, like, I have not seen that at all in my 20 years until, like, this year. Like, this year, people are getting weird. <laughs> I'm wondering if the reason why sometimes tattoos are misspelled is because... The tattoo artist knew it was spelled wrong, but the customer was such a dick that they just thought, well, fuck it. That's I what bet you, like, do, so. there's a little bit of that. Sometimes it's that. I mean, I've honestly, I've checked with people on spelling so much. I've been like, look, look <laughs> at this, write it. And, like, I even asked them, I'm like, this letter looks like these letters. And I, I, I was like, is this this letter? And like, yeah. That's that letter. And, like, I went through, like, so many, like, unnecessary fucking hoops just to make sure that, like, things were fucking mint. And they just like, that's wrong. I'm like, I fucking, I went through, like, no. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I asked you, like, ten times the questions I would ask most people. And you still didn't fucking pick up on it, you idiot. Like... <laughs> Like, it's permanent. I know this. And, like, they just, just, like, almost, like, they get caught up in the whole, like, you know, I don't know what it is. But they just, I would double check that thing. It's spelling, yo. Like, I fucked up one of, like, my tattoos. Actually, it was supposed to, are you familiar with uh, Metalocalypse? I've heard the name. Um, It's a cartoon. You must watch it. You'll love it. It's gory. It's awesome. And anyway, there's a character named Murderface, and he's got this tattoo on his belly, and it says, Poe Buddy's Nerfect. But I fucked it up, and it says, Nobody's Perfect. Like, it's supposed to be misspelled, and I spelled it right. So it's like, Nobody's Perfect, this mess is a place, which is still like, all right. But I want to, like, revise it so it's correct. I'm like, it's on me permanently. Like, it's... Anyway. (laughs) If I got a tattoo that said I have Dane Bramage, that would be... Yeah, that would be so good. And, like, are you having a strong... (laughs) (laughs) I smell burnt toss. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that commercial from... (laughs) Yeah. Man... Our commercials back then were so good. Our heritage commercials. Oh, my God. (laughs) But we need those peach baskets back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the the invention of basketball. 
And Patrick, Patrick O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my next confession yeah, as the title, I like too many teachers. So uh, I like way too many teachers in my school. I am a boy. Some of our school teachers are just so hot. We have young women and then some older ones. They are just so fine. They kind of distract me. I have too many thoughts about them. Help. Well, if I, <sighs> my suggestion, if, if you want to consummate this sort of thing, move to Florida because through doing the true crime news, I've come across so many stories of female teachers having these flings with their male students who are always underage, like in some cases, 14 years old, 13 years old. So, I mean, I don't know where this person lives, but it seems like, yeah, go to Florida because that seems to be where that activity is concentrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, totally. I mean, certainly understand, but then I don't know when you're, when you're a male in high school, you you just you wake up hard every day and you've got like yes constant uncon uncontrollable boners is what happens uncon like it just like the wind hits and I've heard like I hung out with lots of guys in my time and and also my um my uh partner whatever anyway like I. I called him a few different things. Anyway, he gets boners all the time. Like, he's no problem with that. And it is like he's a teenager. It's like, oh. How old is, how old like, is he? <laughs> What's that? How old is he? He's my age. He's 39. Like, wow. he's he's actually, like, he would be, like, the envy of most guys. Like, he he can come and still be hard and, like, keep going. Well, wait a like, couple that'll change. Yeah, it, like, he just might wake up one day and it's gone. And no guy thinks that's going to happen. But no, yeah. but, you know, all good things come to an end, <laughs> my yeah. friend. I mean, there are lecherous <laughs> old, older men, but, uh, yeah, it's just just the same <laughs> desperation of it kind of goes away. So Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, um, I will attest to this, like, when when I was in junior high, Everybody had the hots for Miss Young because she wore, like, skirts that, like, you could see up and she would sit on your desk and stuff, right? Like, but she wasn't young. Like, she was, like, uh, she was, like, a cougar, I, I'd say, like, when we were there. And the guys just loved her. They was like, oh, like, <laughs> they would talk about, like, you know, she sat on my desk and like, did you see her fucking blast? You could see right through it. Like, <laughs> it's like fucking, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> oh, that, that was when in the days when a lot of women used to wear like sheer white blouses. Well, yeah, it was like the white blouse and the black fucking skirt. But like the skirt yeah. had a slit. Like, you know. Anyway, yeah, no, it was good times. And like we, I had my fair share of like hot guy teachers in high school, but like. It wasn't until high school. There was no hot guy teachers in, in junior high. It was only female teachers that were there, that were decent. Yeah, I guess it's a lot of the <laughs> a lot, yeah, male teachers tend to be losers. In no, man. <laughs> I was just thinking about Mr. P, Mr. Patowski. I think that's his name. Anyway, Mr. P, and he had, like, those glasses. Like, those fucking, like, rapist glasses. 
you know, and like, I was like, <laughs> like no, no one had a bone. Like he was cool as fuck, but no one wanted to do him. I'm sure. Like no one had a crush on Mr. P. <laughs> it was all Miss Young. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the girls too. <laughs> mm. Fuck. Okay, what's yeah, your no, teachers? Uh, teachers are great. Um, yeah. Okay, so mine, mine is Jehovah's Witnesses and the ability of our planets as Je- uh, as people. Jehovah's Witnesses are good, are as good as anybody, and I'm never mean to them when they come to my door. On a hot summer's day, they get Cokes and iced tea from me. I read their pamphlets, which are sometimes interesting. Oh, hang on. Ah, fuck. There we go. Okay, so here's one of my many problems with their faith. They eschew science. I was talking to two JW ladies about the planets and our solar system and how Venus and Mars used to be habitable. These ladies asked how many people used to live on those now destroyed planets. Uh, well, none. <laughs> the JWs are a growing religion, but I wonder exactly what type of person joins them. They definitely aren't rocket scientists. <laughs> Not that I am either, but I do know enough to know that Mars and Venus never hosted a population of humans. I'll discuss the weather with JWs, but I won't be joining them. If God exists, and maybe he does, and maybe he doesn't, the JWs are going to be sat down and educated. (laughs) What do these naive people do for a living? Construction work? Waste disposal? Street sweepers? Are they? I mean, they sure as hell don't work for scientists. (laughs) Well, I mean, my beef with them is that basically I, I blame them for Prince's death, his, mm. un, his untimely demise. Yeah. The thing is, he um, he was years, so good before that. Yeah, like for years, you know, he was dancing, he was doing the splits, playing. He was basketball. so fucking sexual. He was a, if, and a very dynamic person, but if and you put all that stuff, away. If you do that stuff for a long time, it's going to take a toll on your joints. And it is, mm. he needed a hip replacement. But they I don't know. And they killed him. Yeah. The thing is, you Basically. need if you're going to undergo that surgery. You have to get blood transfusions because it's a long procedure. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it because they're against that. And so he did, instead he took tons of painkillers and look where that got him. And it was. Uh, That's he where Michael Jackson went too. Well, not exactly that, but. Well, he was a joke. Michael Jackson? Yeah, his family were Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, yeah. fuck, man. That's it right there. Stay the Dude. fuck away from these people. Yeah, fuck those guys. Jehovah's Witnesses are stupid, man. It's bizarre because yeah. they're trying to convert the entire world, but they only yeah, believe fuck that. that. They believe that only 1,400 people are actually going to heaven. It's a really strange belief. <laughs> I guess yeah. they do things like if you make a mistake, you know, if you violate one of the rules... They shun you, so like the friends there won't spend you, and yeah, it's yeah. No, Jehovah Witnesses are actually like pretty fucked up. Like, I mean, um, <laughs> I keep fucking going back to him, but uh, the complicated person that I keep talking about, um, like when he was in Edmonton, he said he like he would like he'd be on like 
he worked the oil field, so he'd be like week on, week off, right? And his week off, he'd just be like hanging out the house, like fucking. And most times he would catch the Jehovah Witnesses and like get them to come inside and fucking like just have a fucking day because he was bored, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he'd fucking just talk to them. And like they like he kind of respected these people because like the same people came by every time. And uh and you know, like he would send them away with something to think about and then they'd come back with like an answer and then they'd just like kind of be back and forth. But honestly, like I when it comes down to this shit, like there's stupid people and there's smart people in all things. You know, like I would be willing to bet that not all Jehovah Witnesses are stupid, but they do some fucking stupid things. Well, yeah. To, like, not fucking believe in, like, you know, shit that's going to save your life. Fuck you. You're an idiot. Well, that's I mean. stupid. Well, I would, I would at, least, <laughs> at least say to them, like, after all the people have been praying to God for medical miracles to help heal people, why wouldn't he come up with something like a drug, like a hip replacement? You know, all you just have to get... And as far as the blood transfusion goes, you can have your own blood taken. Yeah. You just like, go- you have your own fucking blood on surplus if you donated. I mean, which like, is obviously better, because you, you never know if they Yeah, can- you just cycle out your fucking own blood. Like, that's super smart. Yeah. Like, we gotta figure it out. <laughs> well, I mean, like, Job's Witnesses is kind of on the same level of stupidity as Scientology. They just have different beliefs. But yeah, it's basically on the same. Level. I hate Scientology. They're fucking money grabbers. Those guys, like they're the, no, yeah. no, like that. Christian like Science. I, ha- I think I hate them more than a lot of things. But like, yeah. Christian Science is another one of these anti-medicine religions. Like, yeah, fuck you that. know, there's a you know that Metallica song, "The God That Failed." No, it's, it's on the Black album. It's one of oh, them. Okay. But yeah, James Hetfield wrote, wrote it because his. His mother was a Christian scientist, and she had these health problems, and yeah. I think it was cancer, and she refused to get medical treatment, so she just died. And he was—he's been angry about it all his life, right? Yeah, that's—I would be too. Yeah. Like, cause that's just foolish. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, I don't honestly like—I like, could never, never let religion control my life to that degree. That's just, like, dumb. Somebody, some asshole wrote that book, and you're going to let that run your life? Like, yeah. Hospitals like, to ask. Yeah, like, a hospital has to ask someone, like, do you want to do chemo? Do you want to do this or that? Because people have these religions, and they could say no, and you can't. I, I mean, I, there might be an exception for children. I hope there is. Yeah. Or uh, they can go ahead and do it anyway, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't know about the legalities of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, if I were a doctor, I think if I were a doctor, I'd go ahead and do it because it would be the yeah. right thing to do. But yeah, I mean, I would just like fucking <laughs> yeah, non-consensually do it. <laughs> you have the power, just... really. You could just fucking drug the yeah. fuck out of them and like just do it anyway and be like, you're fixed. <laughs> fuck off. It's like, yeah, you want to destroy <laughs> yourself with your own stupidity, fine, but don't put put someone else through it. You know. Yeah, right? Like, you got fucking dependents or whatever. Like, come on. Like, man, like, I just, I don't, I just don't understand how people could just be like, yo, this book right here, 
decides my everything that I do in life. Like, fuck you. No. No. Like, some fucking Joe Schmo wrote that. Like. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And we're, like, we're retarded. Humans are stupid and retarded. Like, you're gonna fucking really put all, like, 100% goddamn fucking your life into this thing that that somebody wrote? Like. That was a huge setback, because we were aspiring to be more than that, to to not feel like we're we're just base cretins who yeah are, we're just sh- pieces of shit from birth that's what religion tells us right that you yeah. have to and all that <sighs> so nietzsche the philosopher friedrich nietzsche he oh he, yeah the concept of the superman the zarathustra oh yes thus spoke zarathustra yeah i downloaded that like i'm stronger and and smarter and more talented that he felt like that should be the goal not to be told by religion that you're inferior no a lesser like, being yeah i've seen this weird like i don't know if it was a ted talk or a gaia thing or whatever but this chick was like she sounded like a fucking total fruitcake for a bit and then she's like you know like the bible says that you know like god is in all of us like god is in all of us like that's what we should be kind of going by rather than like you know there's a god in the sky blah 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 no it's like you are god you like well yes that's how really what it comes down to is like you are your own god we're like creators more, we're creators we influence events we can yeah do things, you know? yeah we have a lot of power and we just don't realize it or use it or whatever um but i mean like that that really resonated like i'm not i'm kind of sort of religious definitely more spiritual because i like i can't say what the fuck is out there but i believe the universe kind of is its own entity right like there's no god per se there's no guy in the sky there's no sky daddy like that's not a thing but like we are very very powerful beings like with our energy with all of that like we can actually like really control a lot um i mean fuck look at hitler (laughs) yeah like some people like can really go a long ways with that um so i mean that all being said like that's sort of the extreme bad but like uh, imagine what we do with extreme good nobody's fucking doing that really everybody just wants to go fucking have their own little plot of land and have like fucking a hobby farm and live by themselves and i don't blame them man well (laughs) i mean like i've seen heaven and i've seen hell on earth and mm. uh, there are angels and demons around us so oh totally and i feel like honestly hell is essentially like right now like, it's not necessarily Damn, right yeah. right now, but, like, living this reality and living, like, in the fucking world that we fucking screwed up. <laughs> yeah, we as, don't contribute anything to the environment. Yeah. Like, as bleak as that fucking sounds, I kind of feel like we're already living hell. And when we fucking die, that's, our, like, our release from the mortal coil, and it's going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, I don't have to fucking pay bills anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no more rent. 
<laughs> so I'm going to go on to my next confession here. Yeah. I, I like this one. This is really funny. And this actually reminds me of, of a lot of the uh, the uh, singles ads I've read, like on Facebook dating. Oh, I love that. Um, this is something you more reminiscent of what the female ads tend to be like than the male. But so the title is, oh, wow, you traveled. What a superstar you are. <laughs> it's funny when people travel and feel the need to brag about it, write blogs on every moment and keep their travel guides around for show. No one really cares. We are happy you are having a good time, but don't want to hear all the boring details. Yeah, it's a funny I thing. I feel like he's better. Like 90% of female dating profiles are all about how they want, they love to travel. And uh, yeah, people do like to show it off. And uh, I don't know, it's travel's not all it's cracked up to be. It can be hassle. It can be exhausting. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, you go, you go for it. Yeah, no, just say it can be stressful, you know, sometimes encountering other cultures means that behaviors that you would consider offensive are completely normal there so there's yeah. that too you know there's like a little bit of an adjustment that happens and like depending on where you go if there's a second language you do have to learn it um although a lot of countries are very for- forgiving about being english like I, europe is actually pretty awesome in the terms in in the way that a lot of people already like they know english like for the most part um it's like they have their first language and everybody learns english like it's it's kind of a like it's pretty cool that way well, and when some, you go yeah, sorry tourism from this part of the world that I guess they see it as a money-making opportunity as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, everywhere you go, there's, like, going to be tourist stuff. And, like, there's certain places that you shouldn't travel or you should be very aware of where you have your money because there's pickpockets and shit like that. Yeah. Right? Like, um, But this guy, <laughs> this guy sounds a little bit bitter. And he should probably go travel because he will not – you can't fucking see – the shit that like he can't see Europe from here, you know, and there's some shit there that you like honestly will blow your mind like fucking old ass cathedrals that when you walk through that, it's like, yo, like fucking millions of fucking people been through here, you know, like that's just the fucking sheer history blows my mind, you know, like I'm touching a wall that like fucking like. People way back, like, way back fucking touched. You know, like, that blows my fucking brain. Like, I love it. And, I mean, uh, the ocean that you see out here is not the same as the ocean that you see out there. It is so blue. It is so blue. Mm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm going to be that person. I I traveled. (laughs) But my dad was in the Air Force, so it was basically I locked out, right? Um, we moved to Germany, and we just traveled everywhere, right? And what was that like? What was Germany like? Oh, it was amazing. I would so go back there. Like, it's like, it's such a fun fucking place. Like, people just really don't, like, they, they're courteous, but they don't give a fuck there. You can drive any fucking speed on the Autobahn. It's amazing. People are courteous as fuck. Like, all you got to do is beep your horn, flash the lights, and, like, these people will just be like, oh, you you need a goodbye. I'll just, like, pull over. It's all good. Like, the, it's the best driving ever, and you get to drive fucking fast. 
you know, um, that's just supposedly, one. There, supposedly there aren't many accidents either. Yeah, because people know how to fucking drive over there. It's stupid, like how fucking cool it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's just like, oh, like, you know, no, man, like you fucking save up, get yourself a plane ch- ticket, and go to like southern France, because southern France is actually not too bad. Like, you can get over to fucking like Spain if you want. You can get down to like Monaco, which is a pretty fucking dudely place to go, because it's like that's where you have your Formula One shit. So, like, and it's also a hub. It's, I mean, it's a little bit expensive because it's Monaco. But from Monaco, you can go all fucking anywhere. You can catch a boat places. You can catch a fucking, uh, a fucking train. Uh, Like, once you're there, getting around there is so easy. And it's so worth it. Like, you can't touch a fucking castle out here. Like. In Germany, I went to Castle Frankenstein. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was actually called Castle Frankenstein. And, like, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, it was, like, not fully all together. Like, there's part of it in ruins. But it was still, like, man, like, do you, do you even know how many fucking people fucking been through this bitch? Like, in the in the past? It's ridiculous, like, and that, like, you know, in itself, we don't have that fucking shit here. We've got old Quebec, and that's the only thing that kind of, like, is close to being what Europe is like. Yeah, well, I love I love Quebec City. That's a really I great. love it, too. Yeah. I, I want to go it. there. I want to go there at Christmas someday. Oh, man, it'd be so cool. Um, I'm, you know what? Um, I'm planning on doing a fucking road trip, like, I'm going to wait until I have my fucking full license, like, for about six months. I have to. I have to, like, at least be cool and cautious about this. But I'm going to take, like, I don't know, a couple weeks off and fucking go. Like, I wanted to go to Montreal to visit my friend. So, wait, do I hit Quebec and is... Well, Ontario is after, right? Or is it... Do I pass through Ontario first? Isn't it north of Montreal? Or I don't know. Well, I don't like that. That details. Uh, that t- details like whatever. But I was thinking, if I go through like, I don't know where the provinces are. At. Hang on, I have to look on my phone. But um, I think I go through Quebec first if I come from where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like I could come get you, and we'll go to a fucking old Quebec with my friend. <laughs> She's That'd be awesome. Cool. Yeah, like I'm like I'm so living to drive right now. Like, <laughs> go to the Ice Hotel, that would be cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that actually. The Ice Hotel would be dope. Yeah, whole city's cool. Yeah, right. Um, old Quebec, like, um, back when I was like, I think it was grade seven or eight, something like that. We went there for a class trip. And it was really cool. Like, um, we sat, to, we stayed at Chateau Frontenac, which was like one of the nicest places you could be at. And we, like, you know, we totally were, you know, teenagers in that place. Like, oh, that's the big hotel, right? That's, yeah. That overlooks the river. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like, it's yeah, uh, I love to go there. Yeah. It's so pretty. I bet you it's it's probably so expensive now. Oh yeah. When I went there it was like the nineties, right? Like <laughs> Well probably it's probably like staying at the 
Fairmont Royal York here in Toronto. You know, it's that's where politicians and people like that oh, stay. So the suits. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's your next uh, confession? Okay. Hang on. <clears throat> Chinese women. Oh boy. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I usually pick like once or once every now and then I'll pick a racist one. <laughs> I'm not at all racist. I love like I love all cultures. I like highly respect all of that shit. But these are just kind of funny to read for me. <laughs> so Chinese women, I seriously don't understand till this day what the fucking what the fuck is going on within the minds of virtually all Chinese women in particular. Less so far, less so for the men, though. They're afraid of the sun to avoid becoming black. What? <laughs> anyway, they are afraid of the rain, which may turn in, may in turn ruin their precious makeup, makeup faces. They like snow because to them, snow white, white clean. Oh my god. And when they are in white state they feel more composed for themselves okay whatever um they are disgusted and afraid of black people i'm not black by the way for venting (laughs) by the way for venting this out they are somehow afraid of or disgusted of hairy men (laughs) what the fuck i didn't know about that (laughs) no this is i'm learning so much from this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, they're not—they're not very hairy people, so maybe it's the no, culture shock of they, it. No, they can't really grow beards. A lot of them, anyway. Um, uh, unlike, and uh, that's not. Anyway, I wasn't trying to be <laughs> racist. Unlike most women around the globe, they don't really care about strong, smart, good-looking, complex men, but prefer way much softer ones, where I think they feel they could take advantage of at any time. I am just a curious person and I want answers because I've been around and everywhere and I see I see around the world where there's Chinese communities their women are all acting the same way even in foreign countries not of their mainland origin do they think they're like some kind of clean divine creatures brought down from the heavens walking on earth or something that everybody else to the okay, hang on. <laughs> to find creatures brought down from the heavens, walking on earth, or something that everybody else, to their displease, is disgusting, dirty, etc. I don't get it. Um, he kind of lost me on the last sentence, but that's okay. Um, I learned a lot from that because. Uh, well, that's like, a loose cannon shooting in the dark there. Yeah, he was that's, just like that was a constant stream of thought right there. It was just like blah 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 blah. blah. Like, I had heard I had heard the thing about dark colors before. Like they most Asian women wouldn't date a black guy, but they would date a white that, guy. Man. They would date white guys, but not black guys. But I think, and I know one thing I know for sure, and this is something that Asian people would definitely confirm. They tend to be very materialistic. Yeah. Like this one Chinese girl was quoted as saying. I would rather cry in a BMW than smile on the back of my boyfriend's bicycle. And oh. I was watching a documentary yeah. where, this, where they said, like, if you're a young Chinese man in China, you won't get a girlfriend unless you own property, like at least a condo or something. 
Uh, it's just the the pressure to have money and material shit. Yeah. Is, is well, it's it's a it's a status thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that there's certain cultures that do hold status as a high regard. You know, like the more things you got, the bigger the house you got, this and that. Like, I guess like white people for the most part, there's like the keeping up with the Joneses thing. That's like that's totally. Well, that movie, uh, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, that will really tell you where they're at in terms of what they would consider to be ideal with the lives they want. That's what that movie totally represents for Asian society now. It's not. It's no longer, they're no longer just about philosophy, you know, martial arts and. Yeah, yeah, no, like it just it just totally like it changed. And what like that's kind of what I miss about a lot of cultures now is that like. I don't know, like they just became too westernized in a way. Yeah. Well I think I think there is there does seem to be a feeling among them that lighter skin is more attractive. Yeah, or, they they or, bleach their skin and stuff and they like you know, they go for the snow white thing where oh, yeah. it's like, you know, red lips, like fucking dark hair, white skin. You know, and then they do the eye surgeries, too. Like, that's a big thing, is they want their eyes wide. Well, look at their animation. The characters have Yeah, jump. the anime is, yeah. I'm white, and I don't have eyes that round. Dude, <laughs> me neither. Like, <laughs> I have almond I'm like, eyes. So. so not. Yeah, like, mine, I don't know. It depends on what kind of makeup I wear. I usually wear a lot of, like, darker shit anyway, so, like... I mean, I used to think I had really small eyes, but like as I got older, I'm like, man, my eyes are fine. Like, <laughs> I've, had okay. I've had photographers tell me to like really open my eyes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It sometimes with certain things it actually helps. Like it it changes the shape, and if like depending on what you're doing with your face, it like actually can contour you a little bit. You know, like that makes sense, but. Oh, and then, like, there's honestly, like, with them, they have hooded eyes, right? Like, typically. So, yeah. like, um, doing makeup on hooded eyes is different than doing it on regular yeah. eyes. It is. It's a whole nother fucking ball game. You use, you use eyeliner to uh, make the... Well, you have to do it minimal. Up. Like, so minimal. Because, like, once you open your eye, you're going to have, like you know, a piece of skin that goes over half of it. So yeah. what you don't want is that eyeliner to transfer over to that. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, fuck, if I had, like, if I had a little, well, I guess I kind of do have a bit of a hood on my eye. But if I had that, I would probably want to, like, you know, rectify it. Because, I don't know, like... I want to be able to wear winged eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, it's just so funny, though, like, the difference between cultures and, like, the, like, the pressure they put on certain things. Well, you know, I mean, pop culture as that has dominated the world has mostly come from the United States. And it was mostly oh, yeah. dominated with images of white people. And there's no doubt that it's influenced other cultures. So, you know, Futurama, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like the, the, that girl's parents, like how they own that farm, the Western farm, <laughs> like the fucking, it was the cow beetles. Is that the Cyclops girl? 
Yeah, no, it's not the Cyclops. It's Amy. It's like the one in the pink tracksuit with the. She's like, um, she's the other girl. <laughs> anyway, um, that was like almost like to a T what like had happened. Like, um, a lot of uh, Asian people really embraced the Western culture, and what they like gravitate gravitated to the most was country for some country music because it was super really? Western. Mm. You know, well, it was like the that, the most Western of Western things, you know? Western than country music, yeah. Yeah, true. right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, like, they showed examples in that, like, with, I think her name, I think the character's name was Amy. I'm not sure. But she's, like, an Asian character, wears a pink jumpsuit, and they've went to, like, their, her parents. Oh, she, like, she was with Kip. Like, she was supposed to marry Kip, that fucking green alien guy. That's with Zap Brannigan. Um, anyway, yeah, so they had a fucking, they had a, a, a farm. And they're, like, they had bolo ties on and, like, everything. It was great. <laughs> Definitely a semi-accurate representation of the... Uh, uh, the obsession that happened with the Western culture. Oh, without doubt. <laughs> uh, okay, so my last confession is it's pretty judgmental, this one. Ooh, title, I'll the, title, the title is Drug Addicts. I Hate Those Sons of Bitches. <laughs> During the course of my life, I have been screamed at, assaulted, and harassed once by a worthless uh, bastard, I guess, on PCP, and later by a guy on crack cocaine, I hate them both. I wish society would wake up and instead of feeling sorry for these scum incarcerated them, better still line them up and exterminate them. Oh, shooting these same people is better is cheaper than so-called rehabilitating them. That is like, no, I mean, honestly, uh, he's kind of right, I guess. Like if you're using, if you're going to use one of those cattle guns, like no country for old men. Yeah. you could but, totally save some money killing people, but one thing I've noticed about a lot of drug addicts <laughs> is like it just seems like they tend to be really interesting people, but unfortunately they're wasting their lives with getting involved in drugs. But I find they tend to be fascinating people aside from that. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I've uh, I've met all sorts in my lifetime, and I feel like the worst ones are the meth heads. And um, the heroin people, I've met some crackheads, but, like, uh, I would say, like, honestly, like, I've never had more issues than with a meth head. Like, I didn't realize that this guy was, like, and I was dating him, this is a while back. I didn't realize how bad he was. He was doing it, like, behind my back. And he actually, like, he stole my fucking, like... So my wallet with money in it went and got him some fucking drugs when I broke up with him. Got, got himself some fucking... He was high as a fucking kite. Like, when I, like... I had, like... I don't know. I, I don't know if I went to sleep, really. Because, like, he... I don't know. I couldn't trust that guy. But anyways, he helped me find my wallet. And that, there's a joke about that. So Tracy Morgan's right. Tracy Morgan said a crackhead will do that. They'll steal something from you. No, a meth head. No, a meth head will steal your bike and help you find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. 
They'll steal your bike and help you find it later. Well, I was on the subway a couple weeks ago, and these two people (laughs) were just shooting up in front of everyone. And actually, Mm. it doesn't happen all the time on the Toronto subway. In New York, that (laughs) might happen a lot. But in Toronto subway, it wouldn't happen all the time. But that, that was just astounding. They just did it. They just, I guess, but when you're a drug addict, you don't give a shit. Dave Chappelle was talking about how he, like, uh, it was in San Francisco. He's like, San Francisco was the only place where I've seen people casually doing crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just doing it out. out. <laughs> Just like, uh, <laughs> like, all right. Well, I think uh, one solution would be, so the, instead of sending drug addicts to jail where you can get drugs even easier than on the street, set up, like, a, a rehab that is like a prison, so it's, like, maximum security you can't get out and you have to stay there for like a year or something and you don't get out until you're clean i think that's a better solution yeah Um, i mean if you like have a problem you know like if you're a junkie junkie because like there's some people that's like they literally can help themselves they can like they can they can they have a lot of tools they have their wits about them honestly it's just a matter of like being in the right circumstances and um, having other things to kind of replace the the junkiness with, you know, like learn to fucking take up knitting or like a, whatever, a hobby. Take up a ho- hobby, um, you know, do something else with your time than, you know, do the drugs, <laughs> you know, like just don't yeah. do the don't do the drugs, do something else. Like that's you just got to replace it with something I'm like, I mean, people really don't give shit, like, they don't shit on people for being alcoholics, you know, like, that much. They don't as much as, like, a crackhead or or a meth head or whatever, you know? And to yeah. me, in a way, I feel like that's kind of unfair. Um, But I guess, like, all in all, it really just depends on how much you have your shit together, because, like... I mean, really, in the whole spectrum of junkies, you have people who stay at the Sally Ann, they get their paychecks, and then they fucking just go fucking spend it, and they, like, fucking, you know, wait to the next fucking paycheck, and then they fucking spend that. Like, they really have nowhere that they're going. They're not moving forward. They're just staying in one spot. And then there's people who are, like, they're fully functional, and they just do it once in a while. And or like they fucking they work their nine to five job and they have like a little bit of whatever at the end of the night, you know, like it's so weird because everybody fucking views a junkie a different way and everybody thinks the crackhead is like basically Jerome Biggums, you know, like mm-hmm. the fucking white lips and the uh, I think <laughs> I smelled a hint of cinnamon, you know, like <laughs> Like, they all think it's like that, but it's not. Like, fucking, your bus driver could be a crackhead for all you know. Like, (laughs) that guy, what's that? Cocaine use is much more widespread than most people. Yeah, it's more acceptable. And it's fucked up because, like, that's where all the fentanyl is. That's where people die a lot of the time, just getting fucking street fucking cocaine from whomever. They stuck fucking fentanyl in it, and boom, you're fucking dead. But how many people fucking die from cracker? Well, I mean, meth lab explosions aside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because that would fucking, depending on the size of your lab, could take a whole block out. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I mean, I'm not like I'm in no means standing up for any of that stuff because really it comes down to like how much you've used and how fucking reliant you are on it. Then then that makes you the junkie. Like usually it's like functioning functioning people in society are not viewed that way. They're, you know, looking at, you know, um just anyone uh who sits on that spectrum of using some people can hold down a fucking job and go to that every day and hold it down for years you know but they've just figured out the balance you know they might have one or two fucking fucked up days or you know whatever but like they like they can still fucking contribute to society the junkies are the ones that can't. You know, <laughs> they they literally are just a burden to society. Like, society like is helping them live. Like the women who are prostituting just for drugs. Yeah, it's like they know it's check day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Like, I've had actually had a little bit of insight on, like, the Sally Ann, which is Salvation Army. It's, like, where they fucking have some of these people it's like there is a like a bit of a housing crisis here so you know um it just like kind of depends on what kind of help you've received but the sally Ann, it's a it's a rough fucking place like my uh my friend who's staying there they're like you know when it's check day like the hookers are out because they know they can fucking get money from these people it's a cycle. It's a fucking cycle. It's a fucked up cycle too. Like, <laughs> like the hookers go out to suck dick to get fucking drugs, and the other guys are getting the dick sucked because they're high on drugs, and they're probably like, <laughs> like, it's like it's a fucking. And then you know people are rolling people too, because it's like, oh, you got money. Like, <laughs> I want more drugs. Like. And now that's a port city, so in there. We got some nutters here, yo. Like that, like the. I'm telling you, any place where there's a fucking port, people are nuts, man. (laughs) They're just nuts. And it's like, you want to say it's drunken sailors, but none of us really sail. We're just here. (laughs) We don't do that. Like we just fucking drink and fight. (laughs) <laughs> and fuck. <laughs> oh man, it's so great. <laughs> All right. So, what's your last uh, confession? My last one. Just one sec here. I'm fucking my phone. The thing here. <clears throat> it is called sucking. Oh. I learned at an early age that if you can't stand sucking dick, you won't be very successful in a relationship. And sure enough, my mouth has made me a much desirable date. <laughs> I made, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I made, I made all wait till the end of the week to ask me out. Whoever got to me first got me. Most of my girlfriends didn't like me for that. It made them feel like they were second best. But oh well, I don't even know. Like, her writing sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like Even my- though I could have just about had just about any boy in the school. Oh, she's young. 
<laughs> the only time I almost got pregnant was with Mr. Wesley. Mr. Wesley. I had to get a better grade and sucking him all year long. I let him fuck me without a condom, even though he pulled it. He pulled out. It almost got me in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> Part of this sounds like a fantasy, but well, yeah. it's a, like entertain it like it's not. Um, I didn't suck a lot of dick in school. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> maybe it was later on. Um, but I, yeah. I've heard about these parties where like teenagers are are it's a teenage party and like a few girls will put on different colors of lipstick and they'll suck. Oh one. yeah, yeah, and there's like bandanas and wristbands yeah. and I heard things like that too. I think it's called a rainbow party actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horny teenagers. Where was that when I was a young man? Nobody was doing that. There's <laughs> no way. I like I made out with people in junior high. Like <laughs> so I did. Like I would literally like I would have a boyfriend for like a week and be like, uh yeah, shit. Um, so I was at this party and I accidentally made out with this guy, so we're breaking up now because I don't I I feel bad. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, it was literally just making out with people. Like, I was not a virgin at that time, but I made out with a lot of people. Wait. No, I mean, okay, so that was right around the time I lost it. So, like, yeah, it was, that was, that was a quick one, actually. Yeah. Like, the first person I made out with. Like, word got around the school, and, like, I don't know, like, I don't think I, like, was, like, viewed as the slutty one, but, like, I was probably the slutty one for a hot minute. <laughs> Maybe. I was the new kid, man. Like, I was the new kid, and I was happy to have a boyfriend or, like, a couple or, like, you know, just people were interested in me, and that's all I cared about. <laughs> I was like, yay. You wanted to be liked, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was horny too, man. Like, I'm just gonna be right out with it. Like, <laughs> I was like, I want to make out <laughs> and stuff. You were in heat. Oh yeah, probably, probably. Fuck, like, oh, this is a conversation that I had the other day, and this is, it's funny. Um, <laughs> usually you're the one that brings up my boss, but I'm bringing her up this time. And she listens to all of our podcasts, by the way, which is, like, really awesome. I, I actually, like, kind of take that as, like, a, a compliment because I'm, like, cool. She, like, she'll listen to me outside of work. She likes to hear her, her voice, men- her name mentioned. Oh, man, who doesn't, right? Anyway, um, I was explaining to um to her lo- lo- lover, I guess, at this point in time, and... I was explaining to him how shit, like, just fucking changes on you as you get older. Like, um, he's a bit younger, and we're older, so, like, she's, I mean, she's, I'm basically almost 40. She's, like, you know, around my age anyway. So, we're experiencing the same kind of, like, shift in our hormones, and Mm -hmm. it's weird. Because it's, like, I've never, like... I've never masturbated every fucking goddamn day of the week. Uh, 
since I was like a teenager and I'm doing it again. Like, it's like, well, this, this is like your sexual peak, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was supposed to be 30. And then like, oh, there was commercials back in the nineties where it was like 18 and 30 was like the, like the dude was supposed to be 18 and then the woman was supposed to be 30. And that was like the sexual peak. Like, well, I thought it was supposed to be like closer to 40 because that's yeah. when the biological clock is winding down. And yeah, I mean, it's, it could be different. You know, like, it could be different for everybody, and that could have been older studies, too, because that was in the 90s when that shit was running, because I was like, oh, that's interesting, like, I'm watching this commercial, I'm like, am I going to be, like, really fucked later in life, because I'm, like, super horny now. You probably were just as horny as most girls were, they just didn't want to admit it, so. Yeah, and I mean... I came from a time where you would like rumors would go around, you know, she's a slap, blah, blah, blah. Like shit, shit was bad back then. Like things are probably a little bit better. Like I would assume now. Cause I mean, fuck, like you told something to somebody and they're like, all of a sudden the whole school knew your business at the end of the fucking day. And it was bullshit. It's because we didn't have fucking phones. We you, have other things to preoccupy ourselves. We just fucking yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> Were you living in Nova Scotia at that time? Yeah, yeah, I was in Lower Cycle. Do you remember ha- hearing about the Rebecca Parsons story? And the Retea, Retea. Oh, that that's it, that was her name. Yeah, I don't Retea, know what that. was it. Retea Parsons. Yeah, that was. There's, yeah, was there's a couple people actually. I think you knew a couple that couple. were involved with that. I don't know, no, I didn't know anybody that was like oh, I just knew people that did like um fundraisers and stuff for that. Oh, but I yeah, it was yeah. Retea I think it was Retea Parsons. Um I know it like the first name was Retea. And like it was fucking dirty what they fucking did to her. That's like the fucking that's the whole thirteen reasons like kind of scenario. Yeah, I did I did an episode about bullying, and that was part of that was one of the stories, but it was still long ago. But it's I remember so shit. So these guys got her drunk or something, and they yeah ganged her, gang raped her actually, and then yeah. photographed it and like send it around, which would be mortifying, especially for a young girl like that. And yeah. so she was mortified and killed herself, right? Mhm. That shouldn't have happened. And, like, honestly, I really hope that that stuff just, like, fucking lives with those people until they die. Because, like, that, honestly, that's unforgivable. Like, you think it's all fucking, like, who, like, you're a sick motherfucker if you think that's fucking, like, worth some laughs and whatever. Like, gang raping somebody, you fucking, you took away their consent. You're gang raping her. And you're humiliating her. Like, what the fuck else was she going to do? I would want to fucking yeah. die, too. And when you you're know? in high school, that kind of humiliation is, is big time. That's It's huge. You can't we, come back from that. Like, we we forget, you know, as adults what that's like. But when you're actually mm. in high school, you know. It's mortifying. And you know what? Like, the thing is, like, yeah, if you make it through all that and you just go on and do your fucking life people do eventually forget some things but like 
I kind of feel like she is a hero for what she did. She needed, like, that was a lesson that needed to be learned. You don't fuck with people like that. Like, you just don't. Like, that's just, like, that's so sick and deprived. And, like, it's just, like, it's fucking sad. You know, this poor girl, like, you know, like, whatever the circumstances were. And, like, you know, yeah, she would have been, like, fucking, they they got her drunk. And, like, she, like, you never know. Like, sometimes girls do have a good time during some things. But, like, you know, by the sounds of it, this is a gang rape, right? So, you know, she probably wasn't having a fucking good time. So, she's, like, not only is she going through all of that, she has that fucking, like, seared into her brain. She knows that all these people, all her peers have seen it. She can't show her face at school. She would have to, like, be like, yo, we got to pick up and move. Like, we got to get out of here if she wanted to live. Or transfer to another school. Yeah, yeah like, that's what, the, that's what you do. You transfer to another school or you go. Like, But, I mean, even then, social media, man, like, there's ways. Like, things will... Like, you yeah, don't it, always forget your past. It would definitely be worse now. I don't think there was any social media when that happened. But, yeah, they had cell phones. They had recordings and stuff, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. It would be, like, 13 ways or 13 reasons where they, like, you know, would send pictures and, like, things like that, right? Like. Yeah, for sure. You know, that sort of thing. It would be similar to that. I think it was around that time. It was, like, what, like, 2008? nine maybe less or wait more than that like i don't know if i was here for that i may have moved away but um yeah like it's it's so shitty because it's like that's something that's like you should be able to be free and open and non-judgmental about how you are with things but when people make it a big deal, they, you know, they tear somebody down with that. It's not, it's not a good scene. Like, you can't, like, there's, maybe you didn't have the wits about you. Maybe you did. Maybe you did enjoy it. And, like, so what if you did? Like, Fuck, like, this world, like, we're all fucked up, honestly. Well, you know, the people who would have judged her would have been other girls, right? Yeah, and that's, like, they're so catty and... The boys wouldn't care. The boys would just be turned off. The boys would just be like, yo, you got, like, dates forever. (laughs) It's girls who would judge you. Yeah, totally. Well, on that note... um, Yeah, we fucking went, like, long this time. I like it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> made up for the, the lost week yeah well i mean we had to build it up though because i noticed yeah. like when i went to like check last week there was still like the couple like it looked like it was at a couple that we left off on like there was only a couple new ones so it, we just we like, kind of did everything a favor like everybody a favor by getting more content 
It's like if a guy's visiting relatives for a week and he doesn't masturbate the whole time because he's... (laughs) Blow your load. Yeah, and then the next time, you know, it's really built up, so... (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And on that note... (laughs) Thank you, my dear, for joining me. It's uh, always a fucking pleasure. And I hope you're going to do Papo next Saturday. Yeah, so I'm going to do it. Um, we, and I'm gonna, we really should go just a little earlier because it's like, it goes so late for me. Just one hour. That's all I ask. Just one one little hour. Yeah, and I <laughs> everybody to wear a Santa hat too. So. Oh, shit. Are we, oh, okay, are we Christmassy? Yeah, I think. Well, I think they're only, if you go to like Dollarama, I think they're just like two or three bucks. Yeah, no, that's okay. Like I got a, a sweater. It well, if you want to wear like more Christmas stuff, there's nothing everything. wrong with that. Maybe wear yeah. a garland as a necklace or something. Oh man, I'll figure some shit out. We got some shit here. Yeah. I'll be yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, my dear. Have yourself a great night. All right. You too. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.